I mean, he it, asked me the I other mean, day if I was about to squirt on my cupcakes. He's yeah. like, Are you about to squirt? And I'm like, <laughs> you mean ice? Yeah. No, they're not. We're not. You really have yet. that that big squirtable bag. Yeah, it's yes. That you use, which I prefer wish. piping piping bag. Yeah. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media and cupcakes. This is episode 22 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm John Ondo, along with my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. And she has a business that makes cupcakes and cakes and fun treats and sweets. <laughs> yes. And she also has a regular full-time gig. But, not uh, as sweet. But the, Sorry. <laughs> not as sweet. But the, not as sweet. With customer service. And uh, I have a full-time uh, business called Ondo Media, and we have a new business called Premier Podcast, which we do podcasting. Woo! But uh, that's what we do. And today we're going to talk, we're going to find out our guest has has become an accidental, Brittany, what did you say it was? An accidental entrepreneur? entrepreneur yeah, yes. yeah. I love it. So Brittany Dixon is our guest today. And we're going to, and she also, on top of being almost like a organized addictive behavior you have with. Yeah. Are, we, are you calling her OCD? No, maybe a little bit. I know. Okay, I as long as she's she not has... offended by the term, because no. some people are, she... some people are not. Well, let let let's call the kettle black or whatever, Miss. <laughs> hey, now you have to do everything and put things away and watch it. Let's talk about. Let's do. We want to talk about the bedroom sheets. Do we want to? We, we could. Marie Kondo for business. That's you... what I, I call Ooh, myself. Oh, I like that. Of course, of then, I the the the, <laughs> then I go Then I go through the trash, can you, can trying you, to find my stuff. Can you leave your bedroom in the morning with the sheets not made? No. Nope. Okay. Thank you. Got to make, make the bed. Okay. So Air you, high five. You two, you two came <laughs> right out of the same box then. Okay. And I could too. I'm sorry. I'm the same. I don't like messes, but you know, some things I can kind of go with whatever. So, <laughs> so Brittany's going to tell us a little bit of her story in a second. We're going to yes. get it. This is going to be great, especially for those of you who maybe need organization. I or, need it. I think all of us do. It's typically, unfortunately, the people who don't think they need organization we need that need the organization. So yeah, yeah organize need it the most. Yeah, Organ- organize chaos. But on top of the organizing she does, she also bakes. Very exciting. So she was, I know, yeah. was very excited to meet you and talk and talk to you a little bit about baking. Do you? And so, do you have Angel any kind of a baking tip today well, you want to share with everybody? I have two cakes to that are due in the next three days, four days. And I just learned something. Oh. Normally, I don't do a lot of fondant on cakes. Okay. And I have to do two cakes, both this time have fondant on them. So I've been watching a lot of videos, doing a lot of research. And I found out that, and you may know this, Brittany, um, fondant cannot be refrigerated because it sweats. Did you know that? I did. Oh, I see? Did. Only because I've decorated with fondant a few times. Okay, see? So. And I've you, done and it on. And you don't do a ton of fondant. That's kind of not I, your... I will do decorations, yeah. if you okay, will, just not on like a full, cupcake. Full but fondant. Yeah. No, I have okay. not ever made feet, eyes, things like that, but never like fully covered something. Yeah. Drywall it, as I call it. As, yes. <laughs> John likes to refer to my things as tools, drywall, <laughs> spackle, those yes. things. Well, I mean, he it, asked me the I other mean, day if I was about to squirt on my cupcakes. He's yeah. like, Are "You about to squirt?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You mean ice?" Yeah. No, they're not. We're not. You ready have yet. that that big squirtable bag. Yeah. It's yes. That you use, which which for piping piping bag. Yeah. Thank let you. Me t- now let me tell you what we do with this piping bag. Let me flip this into a whole different realm. Okay. So I do. I used to do these things called armadillo eggs that I would do on the grill. Yes. And mm. so it was. It, you take a pepper, you wrap it in bacon, and you put uh, cream cheese and other spicy things into that, and put it on the grill, and it is just 
Jesus all over. Sounds amazing. It is. <laughs> so what Angel did is she always, as she, she says, zhuzhes up different recipes. Yes. I'm because a The problem was the bacon because it deforms and heats and does its thing on the grill. It always would pop off. So she decided let's cut up the bacon, put it into the cream cheese dip inside, and she would use her her piping squirter bag. So... <laughs> So she was okay. using that. It's fabulous to yes. do the little the the put it yeah. you know, especially if you're using like a hot you know Hungarian wax pepper or something like that. Yep. Or it's long and you got it. You get in there. We yeah. Shouldn't be talking about food because none of us have eaten yet. No. Starved. So it's okay. <laughs> but anyway, so that was my tip. If you're going to use fondant and you're trying to cover a cake and you've never done it before, watch a lot of videos. Yeah. But apparently, fondant will sweat in the refrigerator. So unless you have a special refrigerator like the girl I watch on YouTube, <laughs> and I do not. Um, don't put it in the fridge. Just leave it. Because what will happen to it, though? It says it sweats, and I'm assuming if it starts to sweat, then it will come away from the cake. Yeah, it pulls off, and it. I gotcha. Just as gross. Yeah. I would think it's just gross. So but you... I have a lot of friends who don't like fondant anyway. So. Okay. It's just well, for decoration. It's. I mean, it's not like the best tasting thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's and that's. No, they, they do have marshmallow fondant. Yes. Marshmallow fondant's pretty good. And I have made my own fondant before out of marshmallow because I needed some and I didn't have any white. And I was like, son of a nutcracker. <laughs> and I looked it up and boom, oh, I yeah. made it. Yeah. So awesome. It worked He's, out. See, this is what happened. So, so Brittany is also yes. a podcaster. We're not here to talk about fondant. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> we can totally talk about fondant. Well, you talk about whatever you want. Was uh, you know we're just glad to be here and doing our thing and everything. But um, Brittany is also a podcaster. She has the Process for Profit podcast. Say that it's, really fast. You can't. You can't. Wow. I tried. <laughs> That's a Peter Piper pick. Yep. Nope. Yep. Can't do it. It's, it's difficult. And we're here, we 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 kind of connected through LinkedIn, and we found out about, about our mutual podcasts and our businesses, and it's it's really cool. So I always like finding out what how people got into the gig that they're in now. So, um, so obviously you you have a little bit of a I like organizing things, and you yep. don't like inefficiency, which I I completely get. So how did this all start for you? Because you have a little yeah. bit of a restaurant background and some different things. Tell me, yeah. tell me how you got here. All right. So we're going to go back to the beginning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was always that super organized, like OCD 16 year old with like color coded binders that people were looking at, like what is going on with you? <laughs> It's like my daughter Elaine. She's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah this, this is Abby. I've, I've just yeah. always had that. At, like I had a clean room, everything at its place. It was it was always a thing. So um, I kind of dived into wedding and event planning at first. Um, I thought that would be a great way to kind of put my planning skills and organization skills to use. Was it a good um, thing? Yeah, I mean, it taught me a lot. There you well, go. <laughs> you see, because I do media production and people yeah. ask me, I got a request this week. Somebody asked, can we, can, will you shoot a wedding? And I always yeah. say the standard line is I would rather defuse a, a landmine in Afghanistan yeah, than shoot a wedding. I found out that weddings were not my jam. Loved Good. logistics, loved the planning, loved the back end, all of that kind of stuff. And weddings were just like super stressful and yeah. you're managing a lot of personalities. Uh, it's a lot of nights and weekends. Yeah. And it's like, Maybe it's, not. No. That's, nope. That's not going to work out. So um, I had an internship with a wedding planner here in Columbus. And then essentially I found a full-time restaurant job doing the, a similar thing. Okay. So I had a restaurant background. I had worked in restaurants pretty much since now, I you, was 16. Do you have a degree or something in planning or restaurants um, or anything? Or No, I actually didn't even finish my bachelor's degree. I went for communications and decided I didn't need it anymore. She's like me. Good for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a degree of any kind either. Um, I, I mean, that's I, awesome. I do have some certificates. I got a certificate in wedding and event planning um, through the Sheffield School in New York and, cool. and did the whole thing, but not that that really means a whole lot now, it right? It sounds impressive. <laughs> sounds really cool. Um, And I've got some like project management 
management basic certifications, but no, didn't, didn't finish a degree. I actually worked for a corporate restaurant here locally, um, kind of fell into that and it was a, a perfect fit. It was a Monday through Friday event planning job, which mm-hmm. is like unheard of. Yes. Um, and it was like an eight to five. I actually found out I was pregnant with my twins two weeks after I started that job. Oh That's goodness. Crazy. That'll change your um, life. Yeah. So I have, I have twins six, they're six now. Um, but basically it was super fast paced, high stress. Um, we did about 3000 events a year at oh the restaurant. Goodness. Between I thought house. first you're talking about the twins, but you're talking about the job that was the yeah. high stress. Okay. I mean, wow. <laughs> um, but 3, yeah, 000. so we did a lot of in-house events, big, huge catering orders. Um, and it was just, I mean, it was a restaurant job, high stress, lots of turnover. Um, but with that, I, I helped them improve a lot of their processes. Mm-hmm. And once I got into what I'm doing now, I look back and I really did this for pretty much every business I worked for. Even at the restaurants, like I would move the plates to be more efficient with what needed to happen, right? So I worked for them for about four years. In year three, there was some corporate shifting happening. Uh I hated my job. (laughs) Mm, I went in and like dreaded it. Um, so essentially I started a business as a plan B mm-hmm. and I was really just going to do it on the side, do whatever. So, um, it was called clutter control. Very cool. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go organize people's houses. So I feel like that's doing, a thing. So you're still working full time doing yep. the restaurant thing, hating it. And then you start a little, and that is so common of a thing. I, oh, I, yeah. I was working a job that was not very I didn't like it. I didn't hate the people, but I was, I just knew this wasn't working. And the same thing, I started my Ondo Media as a side thing with intentions of it going full-time. Now, did you think this was going to be a full-time gig? I never really had intentions of full-time. I mean, I uh, I have no family that are entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. None of my family went to college. Like me, even just going to college was a huge thing, let alone starting a business. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just kind of had it as a back of my mind. Like, oh, that would be kind of cool. I mean, it's probably not going to replace my income, but... But yeah, you loved we'll it. it you loved it, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. So um, essentially, I started it in October of 2015, and then um, I got promoted instead of the corporate shifting shifting happening a different way. Um, so I got promoted to sales manager, which meant more responsibility and more hours and more stress um, and more like I had to hit bigger sales goals and all of these different things. So, so, mo- so more hate is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Started <laughs> to uh, resent going in. Love the people that I worked yeah. with, but um, did not love the corporate. And you're a mother of twins, and you've well, yeah, got your husband and everything, and you just got that. You know, it's just that stuff. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Babies what the heck? Um, so essentially, I worked for them for about nine more months, and um, I had really big sales goals to hit. So I did some things that were a little out of the box that they had never done before. Um, they were working really well. Well, I thought they were. I was making them a lot of money, um, but they didn't like that. They were ways that they had never used before. Uh, Um, So essentially, I had a sales manager above me that um, if it wasn't her idea, it wasn't a good idea. (laughs) Neat. I've never heard that before. That you're speaking strange things I've never heard of in my life. Those of you haven't listened, John, to enough, he is joking. (laughs) Sarcasm. That's the right word. Sorry. Continue. So essentially, I just kept pushing buttons and doing these things because they were working extremely well. Um, but there came a point that they would rather just not do that and deal with the, the pushing of the outside of the box kind of thinking. So mm-hmm. I got let go, um, had all my eggs in one basket. I was making really good money for not having the degree or any kind of experience. Um, and then I made nothing. Mm, ta-da. And But you still had your side thing kind of there, right? So, I mean, I had an LLC, yeah, and a website. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I was doing, but... 
Um, so yeah, I mean, luckily I had my husband to support me like financially. Right. We had to cut back and all of those things, but. Um, I actually had a organizing client within two weeks of getting fired. Nice. It's, it's, and this is, I yeah. think, something we've talked about. And when we have different entrepreneurs on, uh, it's it, you hear this story and yeah. it's so similar where something happens. There's a jump off a cliff moment. Either you decide to do it or somebody pushes you yep. off a cliff and fires you. Yep. And you end up thinking, my God, what a great <laughs> what a great moment that was because now I get to do what I like. Yeah. And you're forced to build something out of nothing. Yeah. I mean, looking back, it was the best thing that mm-hmm. ever happened. Um, at the time, I didn't think that. Sure. Yeah. I would imagine <laughs> not. Um, but it was honestly like I would have stayed there and hated my job and did the nine to five and the yeah. So Best thing that ever happened. So I started organizing people's houses. Um, I am in the Columbus Mothers of Twins Club. So Fun. that was the first place I went. And I was like, you have twins. That, I know you need your house That's got to be a great market. <laughs> Very so did, cool. So did that go well? It did. It did. I had my first client within two weeks. Um, she was raving reviews. She had posted in the Facebook group, got quite a few other clients. Um, but my whole thing was I didn't know how to run the business to have consistency uh-huh. in income. Um, or the marketing or like any. Well, that's any what I was going to ask. Stuff. When you say yeah. run the business, what is that? Was it the marketing and the air? I mean, all of it. All I had to it. learn how to create invoices and how to track time. Like I had to learn all of that stuff like anybody that's starting a business. But um, I wanted to do it faster because it needed to replace my income. So essentially I looked for a business coach, found that person online. Um, at the time, I didn't know what Facebook retargeting was, but I got retargeted with all of these ads for coaches and consultants and online business owners. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is this world? So I started diving into it more and found this whole like online business space, Mm -hmm. um, podcasts, like all of that kind of stuff. And I got super interested because I wanted to make a bigger impact than just Columbus. And I found that that was the way you could do it. So started off with like productivity coaching because I'm like, oh, I feel like that's like an easy way to jump into this. I can mm-hmm. teach you how to be more productive and organized. Uh, but what I found is business owners, when I was talking to them, they couldn't scale their business and they couldn't do what they started the business for because they were stuck in the back end and the systems yes. and lack of processes and just disorganization because they're really good at what they started their business for. Right. But not all the other stuff. Um, and that's kind of where I came in with my superpower and was like, oh, I am really good at that stuff. And, and you mentioned this, and I like this, is uh, that you have a superpower, yes. so, which and I think you mentioned it's like that's something you try to find for everyone. Yeah. So do you know Mark Henson? I, he runs Sparkspace. Yes, okay. that's yes. why, because I get his yes. emails. Okay, it's like, cool. It sounds so familiar. Yeah. So he wrote the book, Ordinary Superpowers. Mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest checking it out. Um, I was really hesitant to turn what I do into a business until I read that. Um, what was, what was your fear? What was your fear of that? I just didn't think people would pay me for that. Isn't I'm that like, something? I'm like, that's not, you should just be able to do it. That sounds familiar, <laughs> Angel, because you... We're not here to talk about me. Well, just saying it's we. we I think we yeah, all struggle no, with that. For it's like, sure. Why for is sure. somebody going to pay me money? And especially when you you if you calculate yeah. it out and realize to to make a living, I have to ask for not. Yeah. You know, 50 bucks. I have to ask for right. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Who's going to do it? And there's yeah. that fear kicks in. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. So I read that book and I was like, oh, I can make a business out of organizing because mm-hmm. it's not it does not come easy to everyone. So that was kind of the the pivotal point is to when I started doing the consulting and stuff. Um, I actually started off with a tool called Trello. 
Um, now, what, I was, now what is that exactly? It's a project and task okay. management tool. So um, I started using it for my business, but the way I was using it, a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, that's so organized and efficient. How do you do that? Um, so I started teaching a lot of people about that. Um, and it actually got to the point that I maxed out my time and couldn't teach any more people because there was just not enough hours in the day. So I turned it into a course. Um, so it's called Talk Trello to Me. And it essentially gives them all the templates, all the videos, all the training. And that was how I was able to leverage my time because I could say, hey, instead of you coming to me for four hours or eight hours, like go watch this course. And then if you need additional help, mm -hmm. I can help you with that. So um, then it kind of transformed into what it is now and doing the podcast and more content and the workshops and all of that kind of stuff. So that's amazing. Yeah. So I, I essentially went from organizing events to organizing houses to organizing businesses. So that's pretty so cool. That's, that's a short version. <laughs> so is is Trello something that someone again? I this isn't my full time thing. Yeah. But can you still use it for something as small oh, as that? For sure. Okay. Yeah. So I use it for my family it? stuff. Okay. So like, what is it? Yeah. So it allows you to add tasks in and put due dates to them. Okay. And then keep track of like checklists and subtasks or pictures or attachments. Okay. Um. So some of the things I keep track of is like the stuff you need to check at your house monthly, like the different stuff around the house okay. and projects. And um, as far as the business, like weekly tasks that I need to do every week. And it's a reoccurring thing okay. um, or yearly check-ins or whatever that looks like. So it's really just to house. It's like to take everything out of your brain and mm -hmm. dump it into something you can turn into actionable items. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. It's, it, 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 to me, it's always been a little bit of a challenge because I work in a – well, I, I always think everybody works in a little bit of a creative world. No one's really just doing widgets, you know, yeah. on an assembly <laughs> line because even then you've got to be creative in how you do things. Yeah. But it, it, is it hard? Because I know a lot of us, especially the creative types, sit back and say, I don't want to be managed. I don't want to. There's almost a, re, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to have a process because yeah. I want to be free to think. And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Be, so how does that work? Because you're creative, too. So it's, yeah. so how, how, do, how do you sell that to somebody like me For who's sure. like, if you come to me and say, we need to start processes, I'm, I'm going to start like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. We're, we're not doing that. Honestly, having processes and plans in place allow you to be so much more flexible mm -hmm. uh, because you know what you have going on and you know that it can be moved if needed if you have a plan. Um, now, if you're just flying by the seat of your pants and you're like, oh, I got to move this thing. Oh, wait, that messes up this. And it's like this whole trickle effect. Mm -hmm. um, so really planning and having organized stuff in place allows you to be a lot more flexible because then you know exactly what your strategy is and the things that you're working on and the tasks that have to be completed at specific times. Um, but I, I do have people that are like, no, I want to be creative and I want to do my own thing. The, the hardest thing. And I, you know, I have clients like you have yeah. clients. I've, they're doing video production. You have clients in the sense of the cupcakes, uh, yeah. with my wife and it entrepreneurs are some of the most amazing people, but <laughs> they can be some of the most difficult people cause they don't, they like to just run. And I got two or three friends that are good entrepreneurs and I'll, yeah. I, I'll say, uh, here is that list or here, and I'll give them all that stuff nice and organized. And then two weeks later I get a call, Hey, what's my password? Or Hey, is this, yeah. or this and that? And I'm like, I, I gave you all of that, yeah. but they've uh, lost it yep. yeah, because I call, this is what I do and I'll just throw it out. I try so desperately to be organized yeah. at work. And even here I try so desperately. And yet I, I like to say I organize myself into losing it. 
Yeah. Like I put it in so many tiny little buckets that now I can't find it. Yeah. So like all my work folders, it's like with I, I don't folders with subfolders folders with, with subfolders. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I've organized myself to not being able to find anything. So forget yeah. it. So then I just, I mean, I literally created a problems 2019 folder for sure because and that's pretty big because yeah. everything's a problem. Yeah. And I mean, my whole approach to everything is to simplify like less is always more mm-hmm. sure. when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, so I don't have subfolders within subfolders with it. Like I don't have that. I okay. have very generic folders that I keep track of. Um, I like the least amount of tools possible to be able to run a business. Um, I actually just transferred over. I got rid of five softwares and pulled it all into one. Oh, wow. Um, so now I only have one password to remember. I only have to log into one place. Um, and, and that's obviously for one piece of the business. But my whole thing is simplicity because we live in such an overly complicated, like information always coming at you world. Yes. Um, that you have to have some filters on and mm-hmm. and uh, kind of filter this stuff out. So, gotcha. Yeah. So in the time we've got remaining, let yeah. me. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw kind of a. We didn't talk about this, but give me um, a couple of things for people who are out there listening and thinking. Okay, give me a couple of tips, Brittany, on how I can maybe just quickly make a difference organizing my life, and then I'd like you to also then give me a couple reasons why they should consider bringing somebody like you in to help them organize. Yeah, for sure. Um, So some quick things is I would say look at some sort of project management tool and it does not have to be crazy complex. It can literally be a to-do list, uh, but it's a digital version that comes with you everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you've got on your phone, your iPad, your Apple Watch, wherever you're at. Now, Um, let me interrupt you. So like a couple of my people that I referencing earlier, they are not tech people. So do do, is it good to just get the notebook out and just try it that way? Because I know what the problem is. I'll say I sent you that on an email and they're like, I don't know where my email is. Um, I don't suggest notebooks. Okay. (laughs) Just because I've worked with a lot of clients that they're like, well, I have 50 notebooks and I don't know which (laughs) notebook it's in. Yes. So I can't find it. Um, so I definitely, I would suggest doing something digital. So make the, I mean, it make can the be, jump. A, it can be your notes on your phone if you want to go that route. Yes. Um, but it's hard to make those actionable items if they're on your notes and not like a tool that gotcha. does that. Um, but just make a to-do list and like brain dump and get it all out because then you can start sorting and assigning tasks and stuff like that. So, cool. uh, that's like the biggest thing I think. People are if they don't have a project management task management tool, it's really hard for them to like be productive and get stuff done. So, what are the signs? It's like an illness. What are the signs <laughs> with a, with an entrepreneur, small business that they yeah. need to call you and say, "I need help to organize this because I'm losing money." For sure. Um, normally, they're working twelve to eighteen hour days, <laughs> um, okay. all the time. Check. They are working all the time. Um, they That's can't you. even yeah. work on like developing business relationships and growing the business and scaling because they are stuck in all the back end stuff. Um, They feel like they're in a hamster wheel constantly. Check. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're waking up in the middle of the night and like, oh my gosh, I forgot to do that thing that's due tomorrow. (laughs) Double check. Uh, (laughs) Brittany's apparently tapped into my security cameras. (laughs) I dare say. Like... Um, yeah. So, I mean, those are, those are the key ones. The, the people that are like, I really want to make new business relationships to grow the business, but I don't have time. So can you, is this something, if I, if, if I called you and say, Hey, help me out. Is this, is this like braces? It's going to take six months to two years to fix this, or is this, you know, you can do it in two weeks. What what are we looking for? Yeah, for sure. Um, so processes are always an ongoing thing. 
even my processes get changed very often. Anytime okay. I add a person, a subcontractor, a team member, a software, a tool, like your processes have to adjust to that. Um, but I would say that you can fix certain problems pretty quickly. Um, so I can come in and implement a sales CRM and a, a like client onboarding process mm -hmm. within a couple weeks. Cool. Um, something that's more long-term, like documenting all of your business processes and implementing a full project management system could take a little bit longer, but I typically do like short burst intensives to fix a problem. And then if they need to go longer, then we can, can talk about that. I, I know, and I, I know from Angel's, Angel works at a large company, so she yeah. sees a lot of people like this. But there are people who like the disorganization because they know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> and you can't fire them because they know they're the only one who knows all the bodies are buried. Are so you some, talking about me? Uh, well, I, well, you've been there a while, but you, but you, yes, you, I have. But you train people, so you're you're you're. I try to share. Yeah, I whether they do. choose to listen but or not are, is not my. I cannot. But you know, no there longer. are people like that in in our world. Well, I'm considered one of those people, <laughs> unfortunately. So and I'm I'm not saying I enjoy the chaos. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. yeah. But I am one of the people. I'm one of the few people that sadly remembers. And it's they're like, how do you remember that? Everything. Yeah. And I was. I, said, I was the same I thing. Choose to remember. I was it. the same thing when I worked at Buka, and I was like oh my gosh, how are, how are they going to do it without me? Mm -hmm. Like they don't know all the things. Yep. And I mean, with small business owners, that's one of the biggest things I, I um, tell them is you have to document everything. Yeah. Even if it's just you, you have to get it out of your head. Uh, because when you get to that point that you're scaling and bringing on team members, like you can't spend the extra time you're scaling. You can't mm -hmm. spend the extra time trying to train them to do that. Um, so you definitely have to get those things out of your head and, and document those processes. <laughs> this is outstanding. I, I want to yeah. bring Brittany back in here in a couple of weeks and we're going to talk about uh more specifics with this but tell me about your podcast this pro yeah, process i know for it's, it's a tongue twister um i actually recorded one intro that i use because i can't say that every single time <laughs> it's not happening um yeah so the process for profit podcast we bring on a guest once a month and talk through how systems and processes have kind of helped them grow their business um some different challenges that they run into while trying to put systems in place we also do a weekly show where we will talk about different areas and topics in the systems world. Um, I've talked through CRMs and sales processes and onboarding clients and anything down to like calendar management and digital file organization. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do a productivity power up on Thursdays where we'll do like productivity hack to help you save some time. And that's a shorter podcast. It is. It's just, yeah. a, just a five minute. Cool. Um, we tried it out in season one. So we're going to kind of look at statistics and see if we're going to bring it back for season two, just because it's a lot of extra recording and things. But um, you got to be minimal. So you got to cut it down. I know. I'm yeah, cutting back, yeah. simplifying, just doing the one show. But um, yeah, they're short episodes. They're 20 to 30 minutes because most of my people are busy, yeah. busy entrepreneurs that need quick information so very cool what's your website people can find out more yeah, about so your stuff because you do talks and you I do yep. yeah a lot of different ways you can connect with Brittany and she can help you out if you're looking for this or if you know maybe it's not you maybe it's somebody you yeah. know yeah. like those I'm uh, asking for a friend like yeah. those Viagra commercials I'm not asking for me I'm asking for a friend I exactly love I so love it we, yeah website is processforprofit.co um, I'm on all the social media platforms it's actually Brittany and co.consulting for those are you on um, TikTok 
I'm not. Yeah, so you're not on Please all don't. of them. Then no, don't go on there. TikTok. Okay. Don't do it. Isn't that for like your twelve ki- year olds? Basically, yeah, your, your, your kids. Your kids will be on it soon. But no, I'm sorry. It'll so be I'm, gone. I'm on all the major that. ones. We've got Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Instagram. And give oh, me, and give me what what those are going to be under again. Is uh, Brittany and Co. Dot Consulting. Brittany. That's my my main brand. Awesome. Yeah. I have learned much today, and I know <laughs> that Brittany has somehow tapped into my security cameras and is monitoring everything I do because she knows exactly what's going on. I'm intrigued. Or you've told her everything. I don't. I have shared nothing. (laughs) Okay. So. My lips are sealed. Remember, I know where the bodies are buried. You do. I share you do. nothing. There you go. Well, you go. Brittany, thank you for being here with us today. We are going to come back and talk some more about this. But if you want more information, we have it in the link in the description of the show, as well as if you want more information about Angels Custom Cupcakes or Ondo Media with our new premiere podcast. If you're looking at getting a podcast going, we would love to help you as well. And that's at premierepodcast.com and with Angels Custom Cupcakes. So whatever it is you're doing, just do it to the maximum and don't be mad at work. Love your job and live the dream. Thanks for joining us. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.